Nice. I got it. You just got to start making my tea at 1.30 in the morning. Squirt oh, we're bunches. recording. Cool. Your systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. Nothing like AJ. drinking a hot cup of tea on a 102 degree day. I was going to say, like, I understand because your voice, and you're someone who works with your voice full time still, is a little shoddy. So I, I, I understood you before we started recording this episode. You said, hey, can you get me a hot cup of tea? But, but it then, sucks. <laughs> then, then, of course, you also realize it's uh, July. I'm sweating, yeah. In Arizona, we're also in the middle of like a historic, globally hottest, hottest time of all times. I have a fan blowing on us right now, and I'm drinking a hot tea. It sucks. How's the hot tea on your it's, throat, though? Is it it's good? Ama- it, it is seriously a lifesaver. Like, Enter. hot tea with honey, if you work with your voice, is a lifesaver. Enter in all the perb jokes I can make now, but you need something down your throat. But go ahead. And suit it. It's disgusting. I tell you what, I got that, something for you right over there. That, that doesn't help. Do you know why my voice is shot? And it's such a shitty excuse. What's that? Um, Give me I, the excuse. I'd like to think it's because I'm starting to work full time at my job on the air, yeah. which is an incredible dream come true. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to think it's from that. Mm-hmm. It's not. Do you What's know what it? it's from? What's it from? It's from choking around with your family in Iowa for choking. hours and hours. Oh, I thought you said choking around. No, joking around. We were talking uh, for like an entire day straight, just catching up, and th- that's when my voice went to shit. See, I would have thunk um, it was. I'm sure it's a combination of both, but. See, I, w- I would have thought, one, you're now full-time Monday through Friday, in a way, using your voice. Um, well, yeah, I am using my voice. So there's that, but then we've I'm still also talking less than I did when we were doing our morning show. But I'm still using my voice. We traveled from Arizona to Iowa to visit my side of the family, and then we traveled back. And I worked during that time, so I feel like different climates. The different climates definitely affected it. I can feel now that we've been home. It's getting better. It was rough when we were in Iowa, but it's getting just, you know, a good night's sleep, being out here in a consistent climate, it's getting better. But Makes yeah. you think about every, and I say this every time, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast or the radio show or whatever, but anytime you do traveling like that and little things pop up, like your voice gets scratchy or you get a little whatever, I just think about all the touring musicians. Yeah. And that's their job is to yeah. travel and sing. That's nuts. And obviously, I think of the crews too, but you know, not to be a dick, you can kind of maybe get through a sore throat as a rigor as opposed yes. to like the guy who's the lead singer of the band. Taylor Swift is what does in, she do? She's inhuman, just is what B, she is. She's, she's a robot. B12 shots every day. I don't know how she does it. I mean, right, it's just right, right in that little keister of hers. I feel B12, like B12, she's fine. Such a wuss losing my voice after being on the air five days a week for like one minute an hour. And she's doing like four hours a night in different cities twice a week. That's crazy. You may actually have, there may be now a little bit of research to go to your theory that joking around with the Clark clan, which we, you know, by the way, can be a good time. Oh shit. Was it fun? That was so much fun. We got all different types in there. 
have to say hi to uh, new listeners from your family. Your uh, right. your nephew Sonny. Okay. Hello, Sonny. It'll probably take you him two yeah, years. When the to fuck catch is up he to listening this. to this? Well, he, remember he got all excited when he found out you had a podcast, but then he like shit when he found out how many episodes we had. He's like, oh, I gotta catch up. I'm only his uncle who's worked in broadcasting since the day he was born. I know, but I think nah. he thought you got out of radio, so he couldn't yeah. listen. And of course, um, your cousin Jen Husker, Jen. How do you know they're all listening? I think she's been listening. Okay, but I love her, and she's a kindred yeah. spirit. We're like uh, Anne. And uh, what's her name? Anne Shirley. And what's her fucking Green Gables? What the fuck? Yeah. I have a penis, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, remember when Adele got put on vocal rest? This is a few years back. This is when she really blew up, became a thing for everyone. They put her on vocal rest. Because, well, one, she smoked, which I think she still smokes. And oh, that's, my you know. God. I, she guarantees uh, she knows she shouldn't. Well, yeah, no. She's not stupid. Listen, she's skinny now, so if you can't eat, you shouldn't be able to smoke. But I remember they put her on vocal rest because she's a chatty person. Yeah. And they said, naturally, she's doing this huge tour for the first time in this big production, and she sits around and talks to everyone, yeah. and it wears out her voice, yeah, and then, then she's she strained. gets up to sing, yeah. So they would literally, like, she, I, I remember her doing interviews about it where she's like, it's like torture. Yeah. She's like, it's hilarious where everyone's instructed me I cannot speak, so they won't, re it's, it's funny. I thought about it yesterday, because I'm like, okay, I have the weekend to kind of revamp, and it's already a lot better than it was yesterday. By the time I got off the air, I had to talk in, like, a lower register, because the second I got to a certain point- <laughs> To get all Kathleen Turner yeah, on it? Yeah, it, it was, yeah, I think I said, like- so look skyward tomorrow. So and I was like, what the fuck? So you started as Carrie Fisher in Star Wars and you ended as Carrie Fisher doing her cameo in 30 Rock. Absolutely. Okay. Um, but yeah, there I noticed go. it was getting better tomorrow. I'm like, I got the whole weekend to rehab it. That's good. But then I'm like, oh, we're going to watch wrestling tonight. And I'm going to start Ooh, yelling. Hollering. <laughs> well, welcome on in 212th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. As we all get through a hot butt cheeks uh, summer, no matter where you may be. That's the thing. Like they keep talking about the heat in the South and the Southwest. It's really hot everywhere. Like yeah. Europe is literally sizzling. Nuts. I liked how the people in Greece, I, I like a lot of things about uh, Greek people, but specifically the guys in Greece just walked off the job site at the Parthenon. Uh, they cro they closed the Acropolis. The Acropolis. Workers, it it got too hot. Yeah. And workers said, fuck you, we're going home. It's yeah. too hot to work. And so they, they closed all these huge tourist destinations they just, during they the day. They said, we're going home. And no one says shit about it. No. And, and meanwhile, I kid you not, folks, we're sitting here in southern Arizona. We're getting back from the airport. Driving off to see this family, right? And in 113 degree heat. Man, I got about five amigos up on my neighbor's oh my God. roof, retouting that motherfucker. I mean, you can't, that's something you can't do at night. That's I the mean, problem. I mean, it's just, you know, but we again, all handle things differently, right? I, I'm confused. Maybe because the Greeks ain't, ain't used to it. They do, um, they do road construction here at night, which I had to explain to a friend. I'm like, they close yeah. like one lane at night. I'm going to tell you right now the, the, the they... thing you haven't thought about, but what? go ahead. Say your sentence out loud. I was just then... going to say, well, how come they do road construction at night? They can't Don't replace roofs that. at night. Think about that. Just think about replacing a roof at night. Well, with the right lighting, shouldn't it be fine? Think about. Oh, the noise. Think about. Okay. I didn't think a about A roof that. at night. You're going to have an HOA that gets on your ass because you don't bring your garbage can in. I know. Try having a bunch of dudes screaming and hollering, nailing it one in the morning. I promise Novice you. Novice idea. 
novice idea. Maybe if you have your own private property, you get a discount if the guys can come work from midnight to six. The last day we live in a neighborhood with an HOA. I'm going to leave my trash can out till it melts, and then we're going to leave. That's what's going to happen. That's my fu. <laughs> Listen, until these mortgage rates fucking drop, I'm never leaving this house. No, neither am I. I'll I, die in here. I am a part of those people that have mortgage rates in the in, in those threes, mm-hmm. and now because the mortgage rates and the interest is so much higher, you're like, I can never leave my house. I have to die with this mortgage rate. Don't you love the way... Because you double it just by fucking going somewhere else right now. Don't you love the way the rich people, to combat inflation, raise interest rates on us normal people? That's not... Oh, man. Oh, no? fuck. Dude, do, do, do I have to... Oh, man, I love you, dear, but no. that's some Alex Jones shit. Not Alex Jones. You think the rich people raise inflation the rates? government raises... Yeah, you said no, rich interest people. Ra- yeah, but they're rich people in the government. Okay, well, you need to differentiate because okay, Kim sorry. Kardashian's a rich person. I'm sorry, rich people in the government you is what I meant. Careful these days. There's people that think Jews that are hiding pe- kids in, in pizza shops. Okay, well, I'm not one of those people. No. I'm not Alex Jones. No, no, no. I, I stand by what the government did. I think, it, I mean, it, it, it's literally doing what it's supposed to do. I'm not saying anyone's enjoying the higher interest rates, but the reason why we have the higher interest rates is so it's harder to borrow money, so we stop having runaway capitalism, and that's I what's know. happened, right? Prices have stalled on things. Dare I say prices have dropped on some things. Inflation is not, I mean, listen, we're a... We're a fish feeder community. We like yeah. to eat. We're like to eat. Like eat, 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 yeah, eat, it's capitalism. Eat. So when we have access to it, and we're all like this, man, when you have access to more, you're like more, 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 more. Now, if we make you think about that home loan because it's a 6% interest rate as opposed to a 3% interest rate, do you really need a 2,400 square foot house because it's you and your fiance no, but and what, two dogs? But my, see, I don't think of it that way. I think of it as just like a normal schmo trying to buy a house that's yeah. the right size for their family. They're the ones who are being prevented from doing that, even if they can afford it. Yeah, I mean. That's bullshit. You know, unfortunately. and and, and I don't think of excess. I think of just normal people doing normal things like buying a house. Yeah. But would you say people, this is funny. Myself and AJ just found this out. I don't know how the fuck she found this out. My wife finds everything out. She she should work for the government. Um, The people, we sold our house, our Michigan house, during what is now going to be, I don't know, name something, the COVID housing boom. Yeah, right at the end. We sold the, uh, what was it? Um, May of 2021. May of 2021, right? So it's about... It's 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 after the vaccine comes out. There's some hope on the horizon. Shit isn't exactly figured out yet, but at that point in time, everyone uh, seemingly started buying new houses, and they were willing to pay a lot of money for yeah. them. And our house, we sold. Um, I don't want to get into it, but we I sold could, it for double. What we, we sold it for. for double what we bought it for. In double 20, in 2014, we bought it. It's fucking crazy. And like, I mean, literally six years. I mean, it was, and don't get me wrong. It's it was, unheard of. It was cheaper than it probably should have been when we bought it, but it was because of like the person, they were in foreclosure or some shit like that, weren't they? Well, I mean, Flint and the area was well, just yeah. slower to come off the housing yeah. crash of 08. But yeah, we made double what we bought it for. Um, So we we did that moving out here to Arizona. That's that's how we're able to afford the house with the pool, by the way. People think we're fucking- and the solar. People think we're rich, right? That's where it went. I'm like, no, dude, it was all that COVID money. <laughs> COVID capitalism. That's what they should call it. COVID capitalism. But instead of taking out fraudulent PPP loans, we actually did it like the legit way. I know, way. we did it the way that won't get us arrested. Yeah, right? Because it's tax-free, too. You forget that, too. Yeah. You sell a fucking house. I don't care if you make a dollar or 100000 It's tax-free money. Yeah. So we took that cash. That's how we're out here. AJ tells me the other day, 
that the folks who bought our house have already sold the house. And I know some of you were thinking, well, shit, maybe because were they able to make that much more money in that short amount of time? They sold it for the same amount of money. That they bought it for from us for, yeah. And I swear Less to God. Less than a year later. I swear to God, AJ has turned into an Unsolved Mysteries field producer. I want to find out what happened. And she is so invested in why someone would buy a house off us and then within a year sell it for, for the, the exact price. the exact amount. Which is why I think that it was it wasn't we want to sell it. It was more like oops, we have to sell it. AJ started making up like like awesome. You, you know how it is when when you just look out your window in your neighborhood and you can start making up stories about people in other houses. She already like made up an entire story. She's like maybe there was an affair. Maybe she <laughs> caught the eye of a man at work and this split up their marriage and now they must liquidate their assets including selling their I don't new know. home i just i don't know i am definitely more emotionally attached we have owned this is the third house we've owned it is we owned a house in wisconsin in central wisconsin and then in, when we were in michigan and now here and i am emotionally invested because we put a lot of work into those two houses and they were they were they're our homes for years i mean they mean a lot, especially the one in Michigan. We, we lived in that one the longest. Sure. So I am emotionally invested in what happens to that house. And you know why? how I found out it was sold? Is because um, our neighbor said, oh, they're putting their house up for sale. Oh, okay. And so, oh, I was, so you were like just kind of pinging around the old neighborhood? Yeah, I was looking for their listing. I'm like, oh, it's not listed yet. But then I saw our house listing and... It was the same pictures from our listing, which means they didn't. I I, don't, I think this was a bank thing because yeah. they didn't list it wow. with like a real. See, like what's gonna listen to her? I think it was a bank thing. She has like she's ready to go with Somebody the story. Somebody tell me. Somebody she's tell me. She's ready to make the unsolved mysteries vignette, but she just needs confirmation of the facts. That's all she needs. I just need confirmation. You know, it's funny you say that about the emotional attachment because we just like AJ said, we were out in Iowa. Hello to the Iowa family. It's listening whenever you're listening to this. But this is right when we got back from our, our visit to Iowa. 2023 trip. Our 2023 it's July It's very trip. possible they're listening to this in 2024. Uh, but yeah, we went out to Iowa to see, uh, you know, my 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 dad. If, if you played the at-home version of the game, you know, he's been retired now for about a year. Uh reti- choice. <laughs> retired by nature, as he said, because he had a massive stroke. So he's now literally at the farm, the same farm he's always lived on. Yeah, you think you had a bad year? Um, a tornado <laughs> oh, hit his Jesus. farm, then he had a stroke, okay? This poor fucking guy, He right? wins. Uh, but we went out there to see him, check in on my dad, see how he's doing, chill out at the farm. A bunch of Clarks came down. We had what would be, what would be called in southern Iowa, a hoot nanny. hoot nanny. It was fun. Um, I love Iowa. It's so relaxing out there. It is, isn't it? And we didn't hit the summer humidity, which was nice. That was nice. It was, although I'll, I'll tell you, the one day it was 85 degrees, and uh, my nephew was about five Um had me running around outside playing with him. And Jesus Christ, well, 80, yeah. 85 with humidity. I was a swapping well, yeah. fat man. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of humidity, but if you're doing physical activity, it Man. kicks in real quick. So we're out there and my dad, you know, is now confined to a wheelchair. He had his big strokes. We kind of like lost half his body. He can still talk. I know, yeah, I mean, still, I mean, he's yeah. all there, you know. Uh, just one uh, side of his body yeah. does not agree with That's him. That's what it is. Yeah. Just half of his turned up. Other than that, he's in his chair. He watches TV. He's fine. Moses lawn, yeah. whatever. Um, but there is this weird and understandable emotional attachment to this property because yeah. all the logic would say maybe at this point in your life you should move out of this rural yeah. 
hard to take care yes. of. How many acres is it? I don't know. It's Too what, many. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it's it's like you can see. It's, it's, it's as far as the eye can see and then some. I was right. I, I asked Pat. I'm like, so that tree line over there. He goes, oh, yeah, past the tree line. Past that. So, you know, logic would tell you, you know, maybe it's time to kind of pack it in and get something a little bit uh, more useful, maybe in town, things like that. And we all know it's not even worth fucking no. bringing up to my old man. It's just like my parents. It is the exact same thing. And then that's the conversation we kind of led to that all of our parents, because our parents led more traditional lives where they kind of got this house and then they fucking lived in this house there. And whole that, that house was the, the, the that the was symbol. the symbol of the, we made the American dream. Right. My We rented until I was in high school and then my parents bought a house and that's still the house they live in. And even though my dad is missing a leg from diabetes. Mm-hmm. I have to say it like Wilford Brimley. Yeah, diabetes. To. The only he, way it's funny. He's missing a leg from the betis. My mom has MS. I mean, they are complete. They can't go down the stairs, really, either of them. And they live in a ranch <laughs> where the laundry is huh, downstairs. Um, but yeah, they trying to get them out of that house into like a, an apartment, a one level, just yeah. something that makes sense. It's is almost impossible. And I've stopped fighting that fight because I'm like, they're holding on to it. And I get it. I understand. It's, it's, and uh, it's the same with Pat's dad. And so you're talking about emotional attachments after just, and I know why we have the attachments that we have to our houses, right? Because the first one was really, it's a big accomplishment it's for huge, us. Yeah. For us just to be able to scrape together money and, you know, get a house. That was a, a big deal. Yeah, get out of the apartment for the first time. I feel like the second house for us, like you said, we were there for a long time. And, and really, for all intents and purposes, up until kind of the end, had planned on being there. Yeah. Till the grave, maybe. I don't know. We were just kind of like, maybe we're going to stay here and do this radio thing forever. We really didn't have plans plans on leaving at all until we got fired. So, you know, and and we saw our son, you know, go from grade school to middle school to high school. um, He was was about to go to high school. Um, We kind of saw him grow up. Yeah. So I get the attachment there. Here, this out here, this house represents like the dream for us, right? Yeah. This is like the the kind of end of all this planning and evolution and progress forward and things we want to do for ourselves. So I understand people have those emotional attachments to fucking properties and stuff. I get it too, but we had a uh, we had a moment on the farm on uh, what was it Monday? Yeah, Monday because your whole fan the hoot nanny happened. We Tuesday. were out at the farm from Friday to Wednesday. Yeah, and Monday um, was kind of the chill day. We went into town. We ate at our favorite little place called Double Dip. Goddamn, the food is so good. It is so amazing. There's only listen. There may be only four places to eat in most small towns. I know everyone this week is talking about goddamn. Try that in a small town. So here, try this in a small town. Try to eat at more than four places because you can't. There's only four. Has Jason Aldean ever been to a, to like Sheridan, <laughs> Iowa? Because I don't think he four. quite knows what yeah, he's singing no. about. But there's four places, right? But I'm going to tell you about those four places. Those four places, they've been around for 77 years. Yeah. It's the best food you'll ever have. Yeah. They're not open all the time. No, they, they weren't open, you guys. We went on a Saturday. They weren't open. Fuck that. Saturday, we're chilling out. I'm like, you're telling me they're only open Monday through Friday. Can you imagine a restaurant in a major mo- <laughs> metropolis area going, not open Saturdays? Ah, I'm, fuck that. We stay home. That was the big city part of us we were like i'm confused so we went back on monday to this it's an amazing little hole in the wall place um that we go to every time we go and yeah we went to the grocery store got some stuff for the hoot nanny and we come back and pat's dad was mowing the lawn basically um he's able to transfer from his wheelchair to the mower the riding mower and he mows this gigantic i mean 
Well, and it's really weird because my dad's place just kind of put in perspective, right? So it is a legit like farm. And back in its heyday, even though my father was an optometrist, this is what he did to hold on to his blue collar cred. You got to understand. He came. It was a hobby farm. He came from blue collar railroad workers. Yeah. There's a true story in my family about him illegally. (laughs) This is like fucking child labor law violations. He was illegally put to work on the railroad at 15. Oh, my God. Like moving railroad <laughs> ties. <laughs> Did they pay him? Well, yeah, well, minimum good, wage. Then, then. I'm sure his dad took the fucking money because that's why they <laughs> needed it. But, you know, so I think when he became the optometrist, it was like, oh, but I'm still going to have this kind of blue-collar farm. So in its heyday, the farm did have three horses, a pig pen, chicken coop, pigeons. Pigeons. Uh, turkeys for one season, I they were dicks, I remember. Well, yeah, they are. Dick bags. Hang on, with the pigeons, were these like visiting pigeons or they actually live there? He had a pigeon coop. Okay, And he all got right. a specific kind of pigeons. That's why when I heard about okay. all this Mike Tyson obsession shit with pigeons, I'm like, he sounds like my fucking dad. <laughs> dad. I remember the one year, like, some dude coming out with these pigeons. He's like, all right, so you want to get a flock of these pigeons or you want to <laughs> get a flock of these pigeons? So it had a lot of that stuff. So there were like daily chores, it's right? It's a hobby farm. So yeah. it's a hobby farm. So it's big enough. So it's big enough now to where the old man. He did send the pigs off to slaughter though, didn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. it was that. Yeah. I remember the one summer when I was there for the oh. chickens to say goodbye. Oh, that's so sad. It's pretty neat. They ran around with their heads cut off. Oh God. As like a 10 year old boy, you can't find cooler shit in the world. <laughs> so messed up. As a 10 year old boy, you're like, this is the coolest fucking terrible. thing ever. Um, so there, you know, it's a hobby farm. There's work to be done, but he has enough grass to where there's three kind of mowers. There's the tractor. Oh, he's with, got multiple mowers. We got the tractor with the big pool behind. Now you may say, who the fuck's using the tractor? Remember how AJ brought up that little tornado? That's what happened to the tractor. Yep. Tractor got thrown away. So now he's down to two mowers, one rider, which is a pretty big rider. I say one you might see on like a a high school football yes, field. yeah. And then he's got a smaller rider, which you may see in like a suburban yard. Yeah. Probably the one that like your dad- My dad has a riding mower, Owned, yeah. you know. And he, at this point, can ride the smallest one. Yeah. He can transfer- Oh, was that the small one? Yeah, he's in the oh, smallest shit, I one. Oh, that was the bigger one. <laughs> no, he was in the small that one. That thing's, uh, he calls it the hog. <laughs> and then, yeah, so he he has his little Dr. Evil chair where he scoots around the house. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The dog, yeah, he calls his uh, his one um, scooter the hog. The hog, yeah. It's like kind of like a four-wheel scooter. But so, it's not the one you'd use in the house. It's the one you use outside. The uh, the old man can get out of his little motorized chair into the, the smallest mower. And he's and able I, to mow the lawn. I shit you not. He fucking ties his arm in place. Yeah. And he fucking mows. And then his wife is out there as well. And she's the one with the bigger one. Yeah. She's got the one you might see uh, Forrest Gump using when he's out there. On the football field. Doing the football field fucking mow. Uh, And, you know, uh, probably the most he does in his days. But it keeps him busy. It does keep him busy. Keeps him happy. It does keep him happy. It can also keep him stuck because. Oh, shit. As AJ mentioned, on this fateful day, we went around, did a little bit of a tour of the town that never changes. We, we came home, we're sitting in the kitchen visiting, and all of a sudden, Pat and uh, his dad's wife, Jill, start looking out the window. I'm like, what? Well, because they had been <laughs> mowing, right? And they'd been mowing all day. And I knew why they were mowing all day, because the next day, all the Clarks There's were coming. There's company coming, yeah. So I said, oh, my fucking dad is not going to let this place not be mowed for when his sisters show up. So they were out there together, and eventually... It's so cute, he thinks they would give a shit. Yeah. 
his wife says, all right, I'm done with my patch. And he goes, all right, I'm going to do some, you know, yeah. little odds and ends out here and I'll be in. She comes in, we're talking. And for anyone who knows the sound, and God damn it, we knew that sound being in suburban America in the Midwest. The whir of a mower. Yeah. And it, and you can tell when you turn the, the, the mowing on and off. Yeah. And all of a sudden we hear off in the distance, the whir of a mower kind of change. Chunk. Then you think, all right, well, maybe he stopped mowing and now he's cruising back up to the house. Then you kind of notice you're hearing other sounds. That kind of makes us both put our head out the window and we see off in the distance. My dad, we're like, well, there's dad on the mower. Well, he ain't fucking going anywhere, is he? So the conversation turned to either he's stuck or he possibly had another stroke. Yeah, we're like, or he just had his next massive stroke. And that's it. And it's over. And in his mind, this is the best way to die. Well, that would, that's where he if would want to die. If this man yeah. could die, if his last moments on this earth could be him mowing his lawn on his farm yeah that's be, it man he'd die happy that's the fucking dream for him so luckily, that's worth all of them we went out there and luckily he was just stuck in a hole <laughs> unfortunately he does not get his dream of dying while mowing but well he, he was stuck and here's the the craziest part he was stuck there's all these big holes now in his yard because of the tornado from where the tornado tore up these like hundred year old trees yeah. that had to be completely just they were uprooted and had to be cut apart and, and burned and all this stuff. So there's these holes that were never there before. He gets stuck in a hole. <laughs> and it took it was me and Pat and we, we kind of told our son like don't worry about it because he gets very anxious about stuff like that. So we're like, I don't like I don't need your anxiety out there. We're already, we're just trying to help. So why don't you just stay here? It's fine. So it was Pat and I and his dad's wife. And we were all pushing this mower while he had it in drive. And this thing would not budge. Oh my God. Now, now, (laughs) mind you, I'm sitting there with a full-size mower. I've got my dad's wife, who's, I don't know, old, old, and I got AJ, God bless you. You know, you're not like, you're a strong and strengthy woman, but I don't know if you're like a move mountains kind of gal. Listen, I'm an Irish dancer. If you if you ask me to push it with my I was, legs. I would say, have her lay down with her stems. She could have gotten that fucking thing out. <laughs> my arms? But like the arms, maybe not. So <laughs> I got two people not really meant for pushing saying I'll help push. On top of this massive mower, oh, I have a grown fucking man. <laughs> I didn't take into account your dad You know, my dad it. weighs a fucking thing down too. And of course, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Move. We put like Pat, like oh, put a fuck. two by four under it. No, 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 no. Nothing no. worse. I said, get this fucking guy. And I knew what his issue was. He didn't want it stuck in the hole for when the family got, the there, family yeah. got there the next day. Once again, this is all weird inner family shit. Which again, his family wouldn't care. <laughs> wouldn't, get, wouldn't care, but but he cares. It's you know, it's the same way how AJ has to clean extra hard when her sister comes. Yeah, but my sister doesn't give a just shit. for her sister yeah. to say, "Oh my God, Jenny, this place is so clean." And I don't care anyways. She wouldn't care if it was a mess. So what happens is we get my dad's hog, as AJ told you all about. <laughs> I got to you guys. She didn't this, get the ride. It was so funny. Both Pat and uh, his dad's wife were standing there, like, "Well, we don't know how to work the scooter." I was like. Ah. Ahem. Oh, scooter gal. Allow me, who's had a, a disabled mother since I was in See, first I was going to say, you have to explain why. Your mom has been in a chair for how long? No, she's not. She's been in a chair. How long has she used a scooter one like that? 
Um, probably about the last maybe 12, 13 years. Exactly. So that's been in your life for a long time. Yeah. Now, so right? I, I, but even before that, long before, distances. Before I met you, she had the scooter and you yeah. guys would go to Disney World and she'd be in the little yeah. scooter. Me, she me. has she has MS. So I know all about wheelchairs, loading, <laughs> unloading. And I said, allow me to go get the hog. This thing, you guys, what was it called? The Golden Eagle? I think so. I mean, that's literally the brand name of or it. the brand. Holy shit, you guys. Nice. I was so excited. I got on this thing. I turned it on. It's got a USB port. Got to charge your phone. It's got side mirrors. It's got a, a little thing for your phone. Yeah. I mean, I had I a feel blast like driving it, um, this. I, I drove it down the driveway, and I had so much fun. <laughs> I feel like it um, would be, probably see a lot of them out here in Arizona in the retirement communities. Yeah, but like I, I said, bet you something like that, you're cruising up and down these hot ass fucking uh, Arizona streets, like. Meow. Yeah, but honestly, like that kind of scooter, because I know what kind of scooters like older people use. Listen, who, this listen is, to fucking AJ over here. She's this a, is a scooter far, saleswoman, dude. This thing. Went, I know my scooters. This thing went down a gravel road with no problem. Hell yeah. My mom's scooter would not go down a gravel road. No. I can barely get it out of the garage. But that's what I'm saying. So so this one out here in Arizona, where people great. legitimately live in these communities and zoom all around, if you're not able enough to have a golf cart. You get one of these. You, yeah. you get one of those, dude. You're cruising. This you get a little was, fucking USA flag on the end. It's all good. Tits. It had a big thing on the back where you can like put a bag. It has a basket on the front. It was great. We're... um. AJ drives this thing down there, and we transfer my dad from his mower onto the hog. Which was truly the easiest part. The I, hardest part. I mean, part, that was the easiest. The hardest part was backing the hog up to the mower close enough so that oh, your dad could get, But once we got your dad off, it was no big deal. Yeah, then he's off and running, and now we just got to get a goddamn mower out of a hole. Which, <laughs> which, which I put off, by the way, to the next day. Thank yeah, you. it did sit there. So I ain't doing that tonight. Well, geez, the day I mean, has wrapped. Wasn't it one of your? Once we have to pull you off your mower because you ditched it, the day of labor has wrapped. We're going back to the house. It was. We were all pretty damn tired. It was hot. That was a lot of work. We were <sighs> he, exhausted. You know. And I told him, and I was laughing with with AJ about it. I said, I feel like I, you know, I, I just like the radio show with my practice, um, in mental health. Now I draw upon real life and whatever happens around me and sometimes if it's appropriate you kind of weave it into some of the things you try to get across and i have some really cool examples that are all around me but my dad now is oh like a nutty one yeah i mean this guy was i don't even want to say one foot in the grave i want to say he was already measuring his coffin he had it you guys he, he literally i shit you not had a choice after the stroke. They had the choice, yeah. They gave him the choice. They said, either you get a feeding tube. And you live. And you live, or you don't, you die, but it's your choice. And he had the choice. And didn't he at first say he didn't want it? He was, it was a couple days. He we had thought, to, we, we thought this was it. We thought that it was just going to kind of maybe be we all come in, and we talked to him over the next couple of days, and then that, that's it. But the old man found whatever was within him to not only uh, say, yeah, I, I want to stick around, but he accepted a lot of big changes in his life, including closing a uh, optometry practice that he had for 45 years. Well, it's great because it still has his name. It's just a different doctor does. runs Very it, nice. which I love that. That's cool. But he was able to accept a lot of life changes to uh, what it's going to be. And he's really making the most of it. Like, I'll tell you guys, when we were trying to get him off this mower, you like I know like my parents, my parents would be stressed out and yelling. 
your dad was cracking jokes like it was no. We were laughing so hard we almost couldn't do it. And figure out where I, I was guess. Like, Stop. <laughs> this is what the nuns called when I was a little kid Patrick's flippant attitude. <laughs> All right. His dad literally. We had to tell <laughs> Where do you him, think I got it from? We had to tell him to stop cracking jokes because we were laughing. I'm like, we got to get you off. But like, he was just, he was. It was. It was nice. Yeah. I'm so glad he chose. Well, like, I mean, the seriously, tube. seriously. The only difference in his life is the fact that he used to work. Now, instead of working, but when he wasn't working, he was either a mowing, yeah. or b watching old ass westerns on me TV, which he's now doing. And now he doesn't work. He still mows, and he watches his old-ass Westerns on uh, MeTV. So it's like, okay, I mean, you you know, all you had to do was kind of figure out and accept some changes and move forward. Cool shit, man. It It was. It was 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 really fun to visit. He was doing a lot better than I thought he would be. That's right. You haven't seen him since he stroked out, huh? Well, no, because I heard- Is that the first time you've seen him since he stroked out? Because I heard all the horror stories about how bad he was in the beginning. shit. That's right, because when my dad initially dropped with that and we thought he was dying, I went out there alone, and then- the next time that a- was the feeding tube, and era. then AJ ditched out in October because the dog was sick. Somebody had to stay home with the dog, and she stayed home with the dog. So this was my so first this is your trip first. Out there, wow, yeah. When, yeah, this is the first time he saw you since 2019. Yeah, since before, it's before uh, the pandemic. Pandemic. Your dad, no shit. Your dad was well enough to call me babe when hey, we babe. left, which I absolutely loved. Oh, my dad would try to be in your pants if he was 30 <laughs> years old. Come on, that's. Oh, are you telling me he's a ladies' man, no, Patrick? Where do you get it? <laughs> you guys, it's, you have to understand. It's just so funny because when I met Pat, it was him and his mom. And his mom, you know, she was bipolar, a bit difficult to deal with. And all she ever did was talk about his dad like he was the devil incarnate. So that was the impression mm. I had of his dad. And then finally, I realized, well, your mom's not so pleasant. You know, her mental illness, she can be kind of mean. And we decided to reconnect with your dad. And then I, I've always wondered, I'm like, Pat's not really like his mom. Like, you have a few quirks like her that are kind of superficial. It's not even like, it's not something you get genetically. I think it's like learned behavior from her. I get the mental illness from my mom, the addiction from my dad. Yes. Thank you. But Thank then we go to meet his dad. And I said, holy shit, you're your dad. Like, that's where it comes from. I hadn't met his dad until we had been married charming, for seven years. Charming, and- successful, philanderous. I yes. Know. All those great but things. But it's just, it was funny because I'm like, this is this is where you get it. You look like your mom. Actually, you're starting to look like your dad. Oh, shit. A little bit. But yeah, no, it's just, it was funny. Oh, my God, you guys, we were moving his dad off the mower. And his dad cracked a joke. Or was, I think I did a that's what, no, it was when I said that's what she said. I made a that's no, what she said joke. my wife with that one. And he laughed. Do you know, can you recreate the laugh? The <laughs> I, no, I'm not it's good at high, that. That's why I'd be a terrible actor. I can't. It's his high laugh. What I When he gets high and laughs at TV. It's, it's a, very Seth Rogen. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> his dad did it. And I looked back and thought it was Pat. I said, holy shit, you're your father. <laughs> it's just weird because I've obviously been studying the ecosystem um, that is my wife's family since I've come into it. Much like. They study the chimpanzees, right? When they sent Jane, <laughs> the Jane girl. I've been studying them and I've figured out for years drawing, okay, who's like who and who does what in and, these different roles. And I'm and, like my mom, correct? Is and, that what you figured out? Um, I think I, I'm, I have traits of both no, parents. Yeah, there's a weird, um, there's, <laughs> it is weird without me getting into like work mode. You have a unselfish streak 
that was taught, not inherited, because both your parents are very selfish. Um, and you don't have that bone in your body. You don't know how to be selfish. I think a lot of it is because I had to take care of and my And that's mom what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it, the problem was at age eight, you got thrown into a role of being a caretaker. So you've never, that's the, yeah. So, so that's, I don't know don't where. Don't worry. I'm 40 and I'm starting to learn how to be selfish. So it's slow, all good. Slowly, slowly. Like, don't, hey, don't let her fuck with you. Tell him what you did from Iowa. What'd you do besides get my dad out of his mower? What'd you do? Well, I worked. Yeah, that's right, baby. She's working. There's no problem. That's right. She is. Have you ever uh, tried to upload a newscast from the middle of nowhere, uh, Iowa, Missouri line? I it's very know, scary. I didn't know where we were had the internet. I thought you'd be on AOL dialogue. <laughs> I was shocked. You got like. You AJ were, had to bring special internet. She brought like super secret <laughs> no, mainstream media internet with it's, her. It's this box that basically it detects the strongest internet signal near you and uses that. You need an internet box. I brought this with thinking just in case their Wi-Fi is shit, maybe I can detect a better signal. Guess what? There were no other signals out in, in the farm. So I had to, their Wi-Fi worked. I just had to give myself extra time. It was fine. It was cool, I will say, because I, I, A, it was later because of the time change. So mm -hmm. I started work at 3.30. And it was cool because the sun came up like within an hour. And being out on the farm, I got to see like the Jackie, the horse. She went out in the morning. There were two deer by her. There were there were barn cats. There were rabbits. I mean, it was like a you Disney saw everyone movie. wake up. Yes, for the it was day. like a Disney movie. Like dee 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 dee. <laughs> it was it was really cool. It but, was fun. So again, she you know well doesn't you know she she works and and so you're working on being a little bit more assertive. But you know you do you're a people pleaser. I'll you tell like you, to make sure people are taken care of. I was very. You even said that today. Hey, we were in the car and she looked at me blank as ever and like went down a laundry list of, of roles that she wants to know that she's good at. Am I a good wife, mother, lover, cleaner? Like, boop, 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 boop. I'm like, whoa. Do you know how afraid I was to ask whoa. you if I could drive to Los Angeles this week? Because I would put everything Why on Why the you. fuck are you so, she is, I'm not your papa. I know. Fuck. No, 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 listen, listen. I'm not afraid of you. I'm a, I don't want. To make you, it's it's a selfishness thing. She I feel like I'm being selfish. Says says that like I'm, I I was afraid you were gonna be mad. When have I ever been mad? You're with not. You? No, you're not. Have I ever really? I think. Well, oh. back in your days, but you are such a different person now. Be yeah. Be before you were medicated. <laughs> yeah, that's you had funny. an anger problem. Back that's then. all your fucking dad shit. I know. Man. I don't it give is. a fuck what you do. You can do what you yeah, want. Yeah, I am. I'm driving to L.A. later this week to go pick it for SAG AFTRA because I am a member and I'm proud. So to do it. so so to you, that's being selfish. Yeah. Yeah, leaving you with like, the household duties for three days. What am I do? I'm gonna fucking hang out with the dog, I hang know. out with the kid, I'm gonna I know. fucking watch him wrestling I, on TV. I don't want to hinder your work schedule yeah. or your life, but I also it's really cool because I get one of my cousins from Wisconsin is actually out there for a theater like camp. Okay. And so she's picketing too. So I get to see her kind of outside of the family gatherings, which is gonna be fun. I get to stay with Pat's uh godmother in Anaheim. I act like I feel selfish because it's gonna be like really fun. <laughs> But I'm also You're working. You're allowed to have fun without <laughs> I me. I know. I mean, I know I drag you to places like Sheraton, Iowa. It's not the same as picketing with Bob Odenkirk outside of Universal Studios. I can't wait to see who's going to be there. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you know. But I will say. No, I, you can go. I mean, I mean, seriously, everyone. I know, but it's hard for me to ask because I feel selfish. But oh, not at all. Just so you know, and I mean this, mm -hmm. going to your dad's farm in Iowa yeah. is, and it, it has always it, been one of the most relaxing Points Say, of is my it year. enjoyable even now that he's sick? Because I know yes. now it's it's like it's different because he's stroked out. I'll so. tell you, it's it's actually more enjoyable now 
No shit. Not that, not because he's sick, but because- Say it, because I think I know why, but, but say it. Because they used to feel like they had to entertain us. Yes. And it was kind of awkward, because like I don't think they really knew what to do. Because we're like, listen, you got to understand. And I told this to AJ as we drove around this little town of Sheraton, Iowa. I love Sheridan. And I told her about growing- Shout out to Piper's Candy, man. We just finished your chocolates. I used to go out there as a kid from the big bad city of Chicago, pre-internet. <laughs> And I went out there, and these kids in this small town looked at me like a fucking zoo animal. Well, yeah, you were. You're from the big city. I dressed different. I listened to different music, everything. It was just different. They're like, but he's related to somebody here. (laughs) So now when me and you come, I'm sure they're like, oh, boy. Well, they know we're not local. Big city Patrick is coming. He's bringing... His superstar wife, you know, they're on, they, they, boy, we gotta, we, we gotta show them a good time. And I swear to Christ, we would roll in and they would turn it. And I know my dad hates doing everything. Yeah. And here's how I know it because wherever he would take us, this is back with pre stroke, he would make sure he could drink. It was, I shit you not. You guys, the first day he found like, he found like a state park. He found a state park with a bar. bar. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was impressive. We That's went, like an alcoholic fucking mwah, they don't, wet dream. They don't cook a whole lot, so it was easy <laughs> for them to take us out to eat. They would take us out to eat. And then, all, yeah, it was always yeah. dinner somewhere. And the first time we went, it wasn't during the summer. It was during the fall, so it was beautiful. And they took us to the state park that happened to have like a restaurant <laughs> bar at it. My and I laughed because I'm like, well, he found the place of the bar. <laughs> so like they would really, we'd come into town. And they would, my dad would take off work. He's an optometrist, so he'd wipe his fucking schedule. And every day after they did the farm chores, it'd be like, all right, let's go. And we're going to a state park where we can walk and drink. Or we're going to go out to this, you know, restaurant, a county over. And, you know, we're going to go there. Dad's going to have a few drinks there. But it was a constant, we're doing things. And we didn't have to. With him, so you're saying with him now being, you know, in a chair, he doesn't really leave the house. No, and I like it. Like, so we just hang out there. You like that. It was just relaxing. I love just hanging out at the farm. I love hanging out with the animals, the dogs, Jackie the horse. I love her so much. And then like we go into town for a couple hours every day, go to the grocery store, go get some food, kind yeah. of check things out, see what yeah, was, was going on. Times. There was some music going on. And you guys, when when I say like this looks like um, what Hill Valley from Hill Back Valley. to the Future. I've always said Sheridan, Iowa, the, the town square, all it's missing is the clock tower. Well, it does have a clock tower. Have, have you seen that? It's on the front, the middle, the middle building. Oh, yeah. But they, it, yeah. It's, it, like, if it was set up in a little bit different like yeah. spot, it would be... Mwah. There was some live music going on right outside. Oh, like there city. Was. It was just, it's nice, and I, I actually enjoy it more because I don't like people feeling like they have to entertain me. Like, I am very easily entertained Dude, doing nothing. I want nothing. you to listen to the variance in your summer activities. You will have gone from Bonnaroo, right? Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival, cool stuff time of all time to a sleepy town of nobody that had no internet loved it on a farm in iowa loved it and now you're going because you are a member of the union and you are in solidarity with your brothers and sisters are going to go walk the picket line in los angeles california (laughs) against bob Iger and disney that's a fucking good summer you win. I'm just, it's its a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Don't feel selfish about that. I you don't. Well, you know, SAG-AFTRA very much helps me pay our bills. That's and how it works. it's important that I stand up for other people because we are a union, and this is the first time in my can career we, I'm protected. Can, can we still go see Oppenheimer? 
Yes, we're allowed. I didn't know if we're allowed if like you can't cross a picket line. I didn't Just, know because <laughs> we bought tickets to go see Oppenheimer. And I was like, oh shit, is my wife going to be one of those? Because listen, I grew up in Chicago. A lot of strong union ties there. And I shit you fucking not. All the time, there'd be one of those. Hey, where are we going to go for uh, to get the donuts? Don't go to that place. It's fucking scam worker. Yeah, you can't cross the picket line. The local union bakers are on strike. You can't get the donuts from there. It is pretty cool. I get emails about, like, before the strike even happened, it would be about, if you work on this production, you have to stop because they're not doing this or they're not doing that. Okay. Um, I am allowed to work because I am radio. Okay. Um, but, it, but, but can you spend, because now you're giving money to the big bad studio who is trying to oppress your people. If we go see Oppenheimer, which we, which <laughs> I really want to go see Oppenheimer. I, I mean, I want to go too. Tom Cruise is going to see that in Barbie, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, are you like that hardcore? Like, you're like, I'll they, go pick it, but I really want to see. You know the what? Movie. There's an FAQ on the website. I think it says can like, I go can see I go? A- can I see a movie? Am I crossing the picket lines? <laughs> And I haven't looked at the answer yet, but it's too late because we already have tickets to Oppenheimer. You better look out. We're going to be walking into Oppenheimer tomorrow. Fran Drescher is going to run out from behind a bush. She's going to push me away. What are you doing, bitch? She's going to, like, tase me out of the theater. What the fuck is in your head? Get out of here. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.